Welcome to Leadership Speaking Radio. This is episode number 17. Our topic today is content creation tools from the Leadership Speaking Toolbox. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Penn, professional speaker coach, industry disruptor, and founder of the Leadership Speaking School. We're based in Switzerland, and we train global leaders and change makers how to speak in public. To find out more about the work we do transforming leaders from good to great as speakers, I welcome you to visit our website at www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com. Now let's get straight into our topic. Today, I want to talk about more tools in the Leadership Speaking Toolbox. Tools to help you to elevate and upskill yourself as a speaker. In the last episode, episode 16, I unpacked the basics and talked about ethos and pathos and logos. And if you haven't heard that episode yet, make sure you listen to that episode before you get into this one, because I'm layering these episodes on top of each other, and one builds from another. After the last episode, you understand that public speaking is a performing art, and there are two components to it. One, your art is your spoken word. And part of that is the content that you've created, and the other part of that is the performance that you deliver. This episode today talks about the content side. Here is something to help get us on our way. I'd like to give you a metaphor about how to create content for your talk. I like to say that a speech is like a cupcake. (laughs) The top decoration entices you and draws you in. Think about this, like visualize your most delicious looking cupcake. Next, there's the icing, which looks delicious as you experience its thickness and consistency and shimmer, right? And icing comes in different colors often. So there's something beautiful to look at there. Then there's the cake, of course, which is the heart of the treat. And finally, there's the cup, which holds everything together. And if you think about it, The recipe for creating a speech is kind of the same as the recipe for creating a cupcake. On the one hand, you need something delicious that draws you in, like a quote or a question or a statement that says, BAM! And helps you enter the world and the landscape of what the speaker is going to be talking about. Your first paragraph is kind of like the icing, which should make the audience tingle with anticipation. Then there's the body of the cake. And this is obviously where the main ingredients are, right? The flour, the sugar, the vanilla extract. This is where you tell your story and where you find your main ingredients, the main anecdotes, the main parts of your content. And finally, your conclusion is the cup, which holds everything together. So when you're thinking about, well, how do I structure this speech? Visualize this cupcake so that it makes your mouth water. And then put your pieces of your talk together like the pieces of the cupcake. When it comes to writing your talk, here are a few tools to share with you. First of all, you want to choose a topic that you are knowledgeable about. And in order for you to be seen as a credible speaker, remember high ethos, it is important that you know more about the topic than your audience does. Your knowledge should be extensive enough to comfortably cover what you intend to say and to handle questions asked by the audience. The next thing about your topic is that it should ideally be one that you're passionate about. Your enthusiasm will affect the overall energy that you project, your presence. 
including how you move your body and how you use your voice. It's like the whole package. The more passionate that you are about the topic, the better you will engage your audience. This is really important. Where you can, choose a topic that makes your heart beat faster, that makes your mouth water, that gets you excited, because this will ultimately show up in everything that you do, and the audience will feel your pathos, your emotional connection to this topic, and they will feel, if you do this right, what you feel. Another element in creating a topic or choosing your topic is that the audience ideally should care about the topic. So not only should it be a topic that you like and that you're passionate about, but that the audience can be served by. Because you remember, it's not about you, it's about the audience. I always say that. So what content can you provide that serves their needs, their interests? You see, the more relevant your topic is to what they care about, the better. Because the number one question that the audience members ask themselves is this. Will this presentation be relevant to my life and the issues that are important to me? You need to be serving that in determining your topic. And then you'll have a, an audience that's interested in listening to you, that connects with you because they are interested in it for their own needs. By choosing a topic that incorporates your knowledge and passion and the audience's interests, I want to say, you create a win-win situation where both you and the audience benefit. So this is an ideal scenario here. And then when it comes to writing the actual speech, there are many ways to do that, right? You want to choose a writing style that works for you. So a game-changing technique for creating content is what I call walking and talking. And I talk about this in more detail in my TED.com speech, which is called How to Create and Deliver a Talk That Rocks. This is a talk that I delivered two years ago where I give you the four-step formula for how to create and deliver a talk that rocks. And I really talk a lot about this one step in that talk. So if you haven't heard that talk, go to TED.com and look up Laura Penn and you'll find it. Walking and talking is a method of creating content where it frees you, it liberates you from sitting down at your computer screen, all hunched over and all stressed and all looking at a blank screen thinking, what am I going to write? It takes that stress away and it enlivens you and wakes up your body to help you in your content creation. Basically, what this means is when you're creating your talk, you are walking. You are getting up and you are moving around. Either you're moving around in the room that you're in where your computer is, or you're moving around somewhere else, or you're outside. That's my personal favorite. And what you do is you've got a smartphone with you, and you use something like the voice memo function so you can record yourself speaking. And guess what happens next? You give yourself permission to wax poetic about your topic, asking yourself leading questions. So what's this topic really about? And then you talk about it, blah, 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 blah. Who would benefit from understanding this? Blah, 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 blah. What are some solutions, right? So you're asking yourself these leading questions and going down this wonderful rabbit hole of getting deeper into your topic. And the beauty of this is you're recording every single word. And what you do once you've done this and you feel like you've said what you had to say you take that recording and you transcribe it. We are living in the 21st century, so there are software tools that can help you to do that now. 
I personally, though, like to listen to it in a pair of headphones and type it out word for word as I hear it because it brings me so close to my content. And here, you literally are just typing what you hear yourself say. You're not editing. You're not fixing stuff. You're not reacting. You're just writing. And let me tell you, what comes out on that computer screen of yours is gold because you've reached inside your head and your heart and pulled out conversational content. And I stress the word conversational because this is how you speak. And speaking like you speak is much better than speaking like you write. These are two different things. And people get stuck in a bad place when they've written this beautiful text, like an academic paper. But when they start to read that academic paper content, they notice that they fall all over themselves. They can't say the words. They get stuck and tongue twisted because how we speak is different from how we write. So all that looks great on paper, but it doesn't sound good when you say it. And it's harder to say. So that's why this walking and talking is such a powerful tool. You will come up with conversational words. This helps you to speak it eventually when you get to that phase of rehearsal, but also it helps you to remember it because it's how you would have said it anyway. It's how you talk about this topic. Does that make sense? So walking and talking is a game-changing tool in the leadership speaking toolbox helping you to create content that is living and fleshy and that sounds like you speaking. Now that you've walked and talked and transcribed, you get your editing pen out and you begin to create a more cohesive and flowing text. Inside this process, you should think about writing for the ear. I believe that the key to writing a good talk is to write for the ear, in fact. After all, your audience won't be reading your speech. They'll be listening to it. So draw pictures with your words, which create colorful visual images for the audience. Attempt to write as you talk, and that's what the walking and talking was about. Keeping your speech conversational by using shorter sentences with uncomplicated, jargon-free vocabulary. Clarity and simplicity, in my opinion, are the golden rules. Also, incorporate stories. I believe that a speech comes to life when you're able to lift the text off the paper and tell a story that people will remember. Use stories from your own experiences or borrow them from others and make them relevant, interesting, and vivid. Wrap your facts, statistics, and other support materials around your stories to help to engage your audience and to give your message staying power. I always say... Collect stories and keep notes of stories that you hear or that you hear yourself deliver in a special notebook. And this notebook can have a life of its own. You just have it with you in your bag and you write in it anytime you get good story ideas. Again, either that you've heard or that you've delivered yourself. So when it comes to creating content, you just whip out that book and you can find stories. And if you're like me, you've indexed those stories. Stories that are happy, stories that are serious. You have different headings that you write the stories under, so it becomes easier to organize them. You can also use quotes in your content. I love this. I love when people use the poetic imagery and wisdom of others to support their own messages. And somehow when people deliver quotes and they deliver them well, really honoring the speaker, 
That quote lives in the space of the room. It takes up space and energy, you know, in there, and it just has a heartbeat. As with your story collection in your little notebook, you can be collecting different quotes because let's face it, we are living in a world where we are surrounded by great quotes from the podcasts we listen to, to the shows we watch on television, to the conversations that we're having. People are saying some awesome stuff out there. So start collecting what you like and make sure you always write who said it so that you can honor that person. Create a strong opening and closing and memorize both. This is key, especially when I work with people who have a very short timeline to get ready for their speaking performance. I always like to say, look, if you don't have time to memorize the whole talk, that's not going to work. Memorize the beginning and memorize the end. I feel that these are the two most important parts of your speech because this is where you grab the audience's initial attention and when you leave them with your final thoughts, the beginning, the end, like bookends. I believe that effective beginnings often start with a thought-provoking question or a quote or a comment or a story about a real-world situation. So back to that cupcake, that's your cherry on top of that cupcake, that decoration that's on the top. And they might even include a relevant prop or a group activity. Strong endings, so this is the cup of the cupcake, close your speech and leave the audience with choices or actions. They also provide a conceptually tight package that briefly restates your major points. Spend time crafting the beginning and ending and memorize both. And sometimes I find it was this way for the three TEDx talks that I've delivered. I couldn't write my introduction until my whole talk was written. So I would agonize for a while and think, what am I going to say in the beginning? And then I just gave myself permission to just write the whole speech without worrying about the beginning. And wouldn't you know, when the whole speech was ready and all the different drafts that I've done, I was able to write the introduction after all that was said and done. So that might work for you too, to write your introduction at the end, as opposed to agonizing about it in the beginning. Overall, you should plan your time wisely related to content creation. Try this rule of thumb. 15% of the content of your speech should be your opening. 70% should be the body. And 15% should be the conclusion. Poke holes. Any time that your audience finds itself asking internal questions while listening to your talk, like, how did that work? Who was that person? Where did they go? They are poking holes. These holes imply that you are missing important information and that your talk is incomplete. To avoid having any holes, ask someone that you trust to listen to you reciting your entire talk. So when you've got it in draft form and you're in draft maybe three or four, so not the very beginning, but kind of you're starting to close things out and starting to feel like this is almost over, you need somebody to be a hole poker for you. You need somebody to listen, and if they're coming up with the who or the what or the where, why, when questions, this is information that's still missing from your content that you should be inserting. So there you are, folks. Quite a few tools from the Leadership Speaking Toolbox to get you going in content creation. Remember that the process of public speaking is a performing art. It is like acting, it is like dancing, it is like music. It's something that you create, so you're creating the content, and it's something that you perform in its delivery. And again, this talk today was about the content side of things and how you can wrap your head around 
creating great content that the audience can connect with and pay attention to. I hope that you found this episode helpful and that you can apply what you've learned to your own speaking repertoire. I look forward to bringing you another episode next time in this series where I will unpack more leadership speaking golden nuggets. In the meantime, stay healthy, stay safe, stay well, take care of yourself and others. And thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.